Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast, where we help you to build a life of purpose and joy. Our aim is to encourage your hope in the future and strengthen your confidence. I'm your host, Julie Clough, life coach and certified grief recovery specialist. Hello, hello. Hello, my friends. We're getting right here up next to the holidays, to Christmas, to New Year's, to Hanukkah. And welcome to episode 61, Can Gratitude Replace Grief? You know, I'm not talking specifically about the holidays today, but I think this topic is super helpful this time of year. My whole purpose in doing the podcast and being here every week with you with everything that we post, everything that we post on Facebook, everything that we put on Instagram, the emails that I send out to you, my whole purpose is to share positive messages with you during this really, really tough time of grief. Grief can be a tough place to be. And so often the messages that we hear are not helpful and not hopeful. And my whole purpose in being here with you is to share messages that I hope will be helpful, that will educate you in the grief process so that you can realize that you're not alone and you can, you can get good information so that you can, you can heal in the grief. Recognize that grief is normal. Grief is natural. And to share messages with you that are hopeful, that I hope are inspiring and help you along your day and your week. And maybe you've been out shopping recently. Maybe you were shopping for Christmas presents. Maybe you were shopping for winter clothes because you pulled out your, it got really cold and you started looking through your things and you thought, oh, I need a new coat or I need new sweaters or I'm going to need some warmer shoes. I've had those thoughts recently myself. And you go into the store and you pick out whatever it is you're looking for. Maybe, maybe it's a coat. Maybe it's a gift. And you, you go into the store and you see they have this huge selection. And you don't go into the store and say, I'll have every coat that you have. You, you don't do that. You don't even do that. Like you, you don't even say, I'll, I'll take every coat you have in medium. You don't even, you don't even do that. Like you look through and you pick out what's going to work for you. And it's exactly the same with this podcast. As you listen to each episode, you don't have to agree with me. You don't have to do everything that I recommend. I recommend these things because I have found them helpful. I know other people have found them helpful. And I recommend things because I have learned a lot about grief and grieving it's educational. It's meant to be educational. It's meant to be informative. It's meant to give you some tools and some ideas for how you can go through whatever season you find yourself in. That is the purpose of the podcast is to give you some choices. So I bounce back and forth a lot between talking about grief specifically and talking about personal development. And, and I think both of these things are super important because we need to know, we need to know what to do with the pain of grief first. That's the first thing that we need when we're in grief. But as we start to move forward, we also need to know how to rebuild. And it's a process. And that's why we bounce back and forth because we bounce between these very things in real life. So it's what I 
tend to do on the podcast is to bounce back and forth between talking about grief specifically and talking about personal development and things that we can do to help ourselves to be stronger, to move forward and, and so forth. So remember, remember that when I share something, it's meant for you to listen to and think what, what's going to be best for me in this moment? What is the best thing that I could do with this information in the moment? So I hope that you're, that you are doing that, that you're approaching it this way. And that's why I love working with people is because we, we talk through where they're at, you know, what information is going to be most beneficial to them right now? What practice, what tool is going to be most beneficial to them right now? Today, I want to talk about gratitude and grief. I've heard a lot of people, in fact, the, the question that I asked at the very top, the, the name of the episode is, can gratitude replace grief? And I've heard a lot of people talk about replacing grief with gratitude. And I do believe there's a lot of validity to that, but it's not the whole story. It's not something where we can just switch off the grief and turn on gratitude. It's not the way it works. Grieving is important. It's a vital part of healing. So don't shortchange the grieving process. When we lose someone we love to death or even estrangement, grief can become our tie to that person. The sadness, the pain can become how we connect ourselves with the person that we've lost. And depending on what we do with our grief, Over time, our grief can turn to bitterness or love and gratitude. And what we really want to do is look at those things that are going to help us to move from grief to love and gratitude. But it's a process. We want to eventually, we want to eventually have that tie that's between us and the person that we love. We want that the tie to them to not be the pain of grief, to not be grief and pain. Sometimes, sometimes we, we inadvertently think that if we let go of the pain, if we let go of that pain that we experienced and losing that person, that, that we're letting go of that person because we've created this bridge between us and that person. And the bridge that we've created, the bridge that connects us is the pain and the grief. But eventually we can learn over time to work through that pain of grief. And when, when, like I said, when we, when we let go of the pain of, of grief, the pain of our loss, when we let go of grief, we're not letting go of the person, but we've got to remember the ties that connect us is love and gratitude. So we continue to work on the pain of grief. We continue to, to work through that and we strengthen in that process. We want to be strengthening the tie with that person. We want to strengthen that tie with love and gratitude. So over time, we're replacing the tie to that person, we're replacing the the grief with love and gratitude. And we have love and gratitude all along the way, don't we? 
but we want to, to create that bond. We want to strengthen that bond of love and gratitude and work through the grief. Grief is a healing process, but it's not meant to stay with us forever. And that's why, depending, like I said, what, what we do with our grief over time, what we do with it can, our grief can turn into bitterness because we've, we've created so much pain in our grief and we've stacked suffering on top of the grief and we've stacked our guilt and we've stacked our shame and it just becomes bitterness. Or we can focus on the love and gratitude that we have. We can feel the pain of our grief so that we can heal so that that tie does become love and gratitude. And so we're practicing, we're practicing gratitude is a muscle and we can replace, we, we can replace the pain of loss with gratitude, but it's not like a faucet that you turn on and off. It's not like you're going to, okay, now I'm turning off the faucet of grief and now I'm going to turn on the faucet of gratitude. It's not the way it works. And I also want to talk to the pain of grief, the pain of loss. When we lose someone to divorce, for example, or, or if your loss includes someone you don't want to have a relationship with, maybe you've been victimized. Maybe you have been the victim of violence or abuse. And then too often our tie to that person, it becomes anger. It does become anger and bitterness. And we don't want to let go of the anger and bitterness and forgive because by doing that, we feel like we're letting that person off the hook. But what we focus on expands. And so if we continue to focus, overly focus on the grief. So what I'm talking about is, and I have a whole episode that's, I don't remember the episode number, but it talks about suffering is optional. I think that's the title of the episode is suffering is optional. So we, we grieve because we've lost something. We grieve because we've lost something that we value, whether it's a person or our innocence or our trust or our faith, whatever it is we have lost, we grieve because we've lost something of value, but it doesn't mean that we have to heap additional suffering on ourselves. And what we focus on expands. So when I say that, we want to feel, we want to feel the, we want to feel what we're feeling. We want to feel the grief. We want to be able to feel that so that it can move through us and doesn't get stuck. When it gets stuck is when we ignore it. And so that's the, that's the challenge. And I didn't talk about gratitude. You might be thinking, okay, Julie, you're a month off. Gratitude was last month. That was Thanksgiving, but no gratitude is year round. And I purposely, I purposely saved this episode for December because I, I do want to point out that gratitude is year round. Thanksgiving is awesome because we do have an opportunity to be reminded of how important gratitude is, be reminded how thankful we are for the things and the people and so forth around us. But gratitude is year round. And if we think about what we focus on expands, if we, if we have our pain of grief, sometimes we think that if we, if we experience our grief, then we're going to expand our grief. The opposite is actually true in this case. So 
when I say that, what I'm talking about is like, we, we're feeling the grief, we're feeling the pain, we're feeling the emotion, but we're not adding to it. That's when we start to expand it into greater suffering. But we can focus on other things that we want to expand in our life. I just ran across this article at inc.com and the title of the article was Neuroscience Says Your Body and Mind Get Stronger When You Focus on This One Thing. And the subtitle included, The Research is Clear, You Can Improve Your Physical and Mental Health by Thinking This More Frequently. Okay, when you see that title, what are you thinking? Well, I need a stronger mind and body. I want to improve my physical and mental health. So what is this article talking about? In this article, they emphasize the mind-body connection and that focusing on gratitude and focusing on our gratitude can make us healthier and stronger, healthier and stronger in our body and our mind we are more likely to take care of ourselves if we practice gratitude. Specifically, they mentioned we're more likely to exercise. Then a quote from the article, they said, according to the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, people who keep gratitude journals reported fewer health complaints, more time exercising, and fewer symptoms of physical illness. Well, that's something I want I want fewer health complaints. I want more, I want to spend more time exercising. I want fewer symptoms of physical illness. That seems like a great payoff. Another thing that they, they mentioned was that gratitude improves the quality of our sleep. Now sleep is hard to come by sometimes when you're grieving. It can be hard to come by. We might, you might even be spending a lot of time in bed, but not getting good quality sleep. Gratitude improves the quality of our sleep. Gratitude also, according to this article, gratitude also reduces our stress. And they said specifically, according to a study published by National Center for Biotechnology Information, cultivating appreciation and other positive emotions showed lower levels of stress hormones, specifically a 23% reduction in cortisol and a 100% increase in DEA and DEAS levels. This is a good thing. It Gratitude reduces our stress. And certainly we can use to reduce our stress when we're grieving. Another huge payoff. Gratitude also improves our emotional well-being. Again, a quote from the article. According to studies published in the Journal of Research and Personality, gratitude leads to lower depression and higher levels of social support. I think this is another great thing that we can, we can, that can help us, that can help us during our grief. Wouldn't we all love improved emotional well-being? Gratitude can do that for us. So how can we create a gratitude practice? There's a book called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. And and, and a lot of us have heard, you know, keep a, a gratitude journal. And this article specifically refers to 
keeping a gratitude journal. But in the book, The Magic by Rhonda Byrne, and if you read about this book, it doesn't actually tell you what it's about. But in the book, she takes you on a 28-day gratitude and appreciation practice. She takes you on a 28-day practice of gratitude and recognizing all these different areas where our gratitude can apply. And so that book might be super valuable to you as you start a gratitude practice because it gives you specific things to focus on each day to express your gratitude. Or you can simply get a notebook. Get a notebook and add and write, you know, one to three things in it each evening or each morning. Pick a time that you'll stick with. If you, you know, I've mentioned this before, like habits, when you, when you already have a habit and practice, like a, a, a habit that you already have established, if you combine something that you're trying to add to that habit that you already have established, you're much more likely to do it. If you're, if there's something that you do each night, like brushing your teeth, if brushing your teeth can be a reminder to pull out that notebook, maybe you even keep it in your bathroom drawer and you pull out that notebook and you write one to three things in it that you are grateful for each night. This is suggested, like I said in the article, they said you can feel gratitude all day. So this is another suggestion. You can feel gratitude all day by simply asking yourself, what can I feel grateful for right now? right here. Your brain will come up with an answer. So can you replace grief with gratitude? Not exactly, but we're, that's the direction that we want to move. We, we want to be moving from grief to love to gratitude. That's the ultimate goal. But you can't just replace grief with gratitude. You can't just go, okay, I'm refusing to feel grief and I'm just going to be grateful. Be really, really, really careful of that. Like that's a, it's a temptation, especially with people who already have a sense of gratitude. It's a temptation to discount, to discount their grief with, but I, I, I have this and I have this, so I shouldn't feel bad about that. That is not going to be helpful because what it does is it discounts the pain that you're experiencing. It discounts the grief so that you don't actually experience the grief. You're just, you're just avoiding the grief by suggesting, well, I can be grateful over here. That's a good thing, but they both have their place. They both have their place. A gratitude practice is beneficial but you can't completely avoid the grief by focusing on gratitude. Grief is a part of the healing process. Gratitude can be a part of it too, and can be a big part of the rebuilding process. Regardless of where you are in your grief right now, regardless of, you know, I talked about kind of these levels of grief, regardless of where you find yourself right now in your grief, you can improve your life here and now by remembering gratitude along the way. Your emotions and your journey through grief are not linear. We can't say, okay, today I was here, so therefore I'll be here the next day and I'll be there the next day. It just doesn't work like that. It's not linear. It doesn't have defined limits and edges. It's not that, so we want to be all along the way, we want to be acknowledging our grief, but we also want to be acknowledging that we can express and feel gratitude as well. You know, we don't say today I'm grieving 
And then the next day we say, okay, today I'm done with grieving and now I'm all in gratitude. Nope, doesn't work that way. It's not, it's not linear. It doesn't have defined limits. So we, we experience our grief and we practice gratitude and eventually we can work through the pain of grief and then our life can be filled with more and more often with gratitude and love. A gratitude practice can help you create well-being. It can remind you of your wholeness. It can remind you of your connection with your world, which can also help you avoid sinking into despair. So you can't avoid grief, but you can create well-being and connection to the here and now while experiencing grief by practicing gratitude. So what were those four things that I, well, I suggested three things. I'm going to add a fourth here, but the practical how-tos of this are, one, you can get the book, The Magic, and follow along each day. That's one thing you can do. Two, you could, you could just create a gratitude journal out of a notebook or a pad of paper or whatever you have, or even on your computer. Three, you can ask yourself throughout the day, what can I feel grateful for right now? And the fourth thing that I would I'm suggesting is a combination, maybe a combination of a, a practice of a journal practice where you, where you ask yourself or you write down every day, I am grateful for fill in the blank because, and then you share why you are grateful, why you're grateful that for that thing. And combining that, the powerful thing would be to, to do that journal practice, but also to combine that with asking the question throughout the day, asking the question for throughout the day, what can I feel grateful for right now? So that could be a super powerful practice. So don't use gratitude just to distract or minimize your grief, but start to practice gratitude to increase your appreciation for what you do have. And that is going to help you to build that bridge of gratitude and love. Now's the time to subscribe to the podcast so you get every episode. Don't miss out on anything and leave us a review. If you go to buildalifeafterloss.com, you can actually subscribe and we will send you the new episode every week as it comes out as well. As a grief coach, What I do is I help lead you around the landmines. I help give you good education on grief and help you to stay on the path of hope and healing. You can also schedule your free discovery session today at buildalifeafterloss.com. And in that session, we'll just talk about what's going on for you right now and how coaching might be helpful to you. It may or may not be for you, but you won't know until you schedule that discovery session today. Remember, I believe in you. I love you. Bye.